That video brings back a lot of memories. And praise God for the video, for those who had a part in putting it together, for Jonathan, for those who um, gave pictures towards that. We thank you for that. Um, Hosea 9 this morning, I left out a number of verses, and I think what I'll do is maybe write some of those down after we talk about this. Um, you know, we've been dealing with questions, and uh, I thought I'd revisit this question um, because as I gave an answer to it, um, continue to do some research in it. There's a book that I'm looking at, uh, Safe in the Arms of God by John MacArthur. It's a book that uh, I'm reading now and uh, have read through most of it and, and we'll complete it. But we're going to spend some time tonight and going over all this we won't cover tonight, but we will take our time and deal with it. It's one of the reasons why we're going to deal with it is because, um, um, first of all, I want to give a fuller answer to, to, to what, uh, the scripture says there are some specifics that the scripture deals with and there are some things that the scripture doesn't deal with um, and so I want to I want to address that um, started to ask this question what are some of the issues as we try to answer um, the question from a biblical point of view and that's all we're interested in, not in philosophy or or anything but what the Bible has to say um, as we deal with this, we, we run across a number of questions, and I wrote some of those down. You might have some questions that, that come uh, to mind as well. So let me just talk about some of these, and if you have other ones, we can, we can kind of put those up here too, or at least mention them. <coughs> the one big question is, is there a path to heaven apart from, from grace and faith in Jesus Christ? Um, and, and, and that's what we struggle with. That's one of the issues that we have when we raise this question. Um, another question is, is there any hope to grieving parents, well, parents who've lost babies? Um, what are they to do with this question, and does the Bible offer them any comfort and any hope? Um, and the third question is related to that. What hope does the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, that comes from 2 Corinthians 1, 3, God is the Father of mercies. He is the God of all comfort. What comfort does he provide here in, in this case? And especially in today's age with abortion being so prevalent, it's a question that um, Christians ask, need to ask, and need to get an answer to. Um, so let, let me t um, talk to you just very briefly um, and I, I like the way the, um, the book that I've read by John McCarthy. He's a very uh, respected uh, Bible teacher, pastor, and author. Um, but I'm not interested in just his point of view. I'm interested in what Scripture says. So if he can help me understand Scripture, that is what uh, will help me with this question. Um, briefly, um, what Scripture tells us is that Babies who die are in the arms of God. And we're going to talk through what the basis for that is and why I say that more definitively now than I said it before and why I struggle with some of the other questions that are regarding and close to that. So some of the other questions that deal with that have to do with this question here. 
or, or are we making exceptions in some case for babies? We've always understood that the only path to heaven is by grace, through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we agree with that. Ephesians 2 talks about that. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not as yourselves is the gift of God, let, uh, not of works that any man should boast. Um, what the scripture shows is that each one of our salvation is based on grace, God giving to us something that we can't or we do not and cannot deserve. Um, and so we'll talk about how that applies to babies. And the real question really is, is um, who can place faith in Jesus Christ? Who can faith, place their faith in Jesus Christ? So I want to go through uh, a bit of a study through Romans to talk about who can do that, who is accountable, uh, are there any exceptions uh, for babies? That's one question. If there are any exceptions, does it apply to others? And does any exception violate scripture in some way? In other words, does it, does it really violate this, this part right here, that, that uh, heaven, salvation is, is by grace, through faith, in the Lord Jesus Christ only. There's no other way um, into heaven. So what I, I hope to, to, to walk us through is that this is the basis for salvation. This is the basis for us being and getting to heaven. It is by grace and it is through faith and it is in Christ alone. So there are no exceptions. Uh, um, there are no other paths to heaven apart from that. We'll, we'll walk through um, through that. And so um, I wanted to, to, to spend some time in that. And then this question also comes in, what is the age of accountability? What is the age that God holds individuals accountable for their sin? I'm sure I'm not going to be able to get into maybe all of the things, and so um, I, I might recommend this book to you as well, something you can order and uh, something that doesn't cost much. How much was it? Four dollars or so. So it's four dollars or so, less than five dollars um, to, to get that book and to read it. So as you look at this, as we talk about some of the issues with this question, um, can you think of ones that, that may, have, may not be on the board here that we have to deal with when we answer this question? What do you mean by the same? Mm -hmm. In terms of God knowledge of that person and that person's life, yes. Um, yeah, and, and that's, that's one of the things that I think that we'll struggle with. Um, what we say, though, is that God's grace or God's judgment isn't simply based on him knowing what it is that they would do, although he does know that. It's shown in Scripture always to be based on their doing. They have either rejected him as Lord and Savior, or they have accepted him as Lord and Savior. And uh, they, will be, they will be judged by their works. They'll be judged by what it is they did uh, with faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Any other questions that come up that have to be wrestled with when we talk about this issue? 
Are these some of the ones that you wrestle with? Are these some of the things that, that you think through as you go through these questions? Andy? Okay, that, that's a question that we have to deal with because some would say, well, um, babies aren't accountable because they haven't taken on the sin nature or they don't take it on until this point or that point. Um, but I think we would see from scripture that's, that's not the basis of this decision. Um, remember in Psalm 51, David talked about his sin nature um, basically from conception. I inherited a sin nature that makes me a sinner. Uh, as a human being, I'm born, I'm conceived as a sinner. And yet, we'll still see that God still holds in his hands those who, um, those who are babies. The, the main reason for that, okay, go ahead. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good thing to deal with. Um, do, are we making exceptions for babies? And if so, does those ex, do those exceptions extend to others, others who haven't uh, heard the gospel? Um, and I think we can answer those questions. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think that's a valid reason. Um, to, to, to change the belief because scripture deals with that. Scripture answers that. Um, and so we'll answer this question. Um, are there any exceptions to others and would these exceptions violate scripture? Um, I think we'll answer those pretty simply. There are no exceptions um, to others. We aren't making an exception with children. We're just simply following what scripture has to say. And we want to walk through that and see um, what scripture has to say. What other things might you wrestle with um, with that question? I think um, from my point, a lot wrestled with this. Is there any hope? Does God leave grieving parents? Uh, does, he, does he offer them any hope in his word? And what are we to do with that? And I think as a pastor, I wrestle with that as well. I think um, what I said in my answer to this was, there are things that scripture is not specific on, and I don't want to be specific on what scripture is not specific on. Um, but there are some things that the word of God does give us hope in, and that's what we want to look at and see what that says. So we're not going to base our hope in a feeling, uh, emotion, or anything else, but r let that hope come from the very word of God. Let us, let us see what it has to say about that issue. As I wrestled, can I give you just a summary of where we're going with this? As I wrestled with that issue, I found that Scripture gives great hope to parents who have children that are, who have babies that, are, that, that uh, have died, that they will be in the hands of God. The thing that I wrestled with, so Scripture seemed to, to, to give clarity to this issue, what scripture did not give clarity to is, is this, or to answer this question. What is the age of accountability? Scripture didn't answer that specifically for me. And what I'm left with this answer, what is the age of accountability? By age of accountability, we mean at what age does God hold an individual responsible for their sin and their action to where if they die, they will go 
to judgment. At what age is that? Well, what I, what I come with, the answer to this is God knows. God knows, and God alone knows that, and that is determined by God probably, I shouldn't even say probably, individually, because he knows that case. There are some who are retarded in their mental development and may be of an adult age but still are unable to reason and may still not be accountable. That we're going to see from, from verses in, in Romans and, 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 and throughout Scripture. So we're going to take a look at that. That's the thing I probably wrestled with most is that are people going to say, try to stretch Scripture to say, since you understand babies who died to be in the arms of God, what about 13-year-olds? What about 14-year-olds? What about 8-year-olds? And so they're trying to make a, a, a definition here, and that I don't see Scripture is giving a line of demarcation between the accountable and not accountable. I don't see Scripture clearly defining that. And so that's probably what I, I wrestled with a lot as well. And this last question is really helps us understand who can place faith in Christ. Certainly a, a, an infant can't do that. Okay? But on what basis are they saved? They're, sa they're saved on the basis of God's grace through the Lord Jesus Christ who died for all sinners. And we'll, we'll walk through that and, and, and see how that applies. There's several scriptures, um, and just to, just to feed you a little bit, um, both David and Job give some clarification. Job, as he's struggling with his, his, his struggles, um, basically said is, I would have been better off if I was a stillborn child. Okay? And what is he saying in that? He's saying that I would be under God's grace if I, if I died, you know, while I was being born or before I was born, and I would be in, 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 in a place where God... I would be in a place with God. I wouldn't have to suffer through the things of this life. But I would be eternally secure. He said, I'd rather have that than go through what I'm going through right now. No person in Scripture would give up their salvation or give up their security in God for anything else. Um, David also says that when he wrestles with the child that Bathsheba bore to him in sin, and realized that the child had died, and he says he, he was comforted with the child's death and not um, tormented by it, but comforted. And for the first time, he got up and he ate, he dressed himself, he cleaned himself up because he had faith that God would secure and take care of that baby. That's the only thing that would have brought a man like that comfort. And so we'll, we'll walk through some of those things. But I wanted you to kind of see why I uh, shifted and coming back to this question and want to answer that in a more fuller biblical way instead of just saying uh, we don't know. There are some things we don't know, this age of accountability. But there are some things that we can be sure of, and that is God's grace as it extends to others. We also see through Scripture um, why that's the case. Um, Jonah, the end of Jonah, if you look at Jonah chapter 4, Jonah was very um, troubled with um, 
the turning of the Ninevites, them turning to God. He, he said to God, I knew you were going to do this. I knew you were going to be gracious. And, and at the end of that whole book, God says, why did, not, why did you not expect me to be gracious to over 120,000 individuals in Nineveh who didn't know their left from their right hand? What he's saying is this. They're babies. Not adults, but little children, little babies who, who weren't able to do this, weren't able to, to uh, either accept or reject God on a cognitive level. And he says, my grace goes out to them is what God is saying there. So, um, again, I hope to, to walk through some of these issues and and have us think through and wrestle with um, some of those and see what God has to say from his word in that. So the questions that you give are good. <laughs> they, they force us to search the word of God and, and look at what the word of God says. And sometimes, like, I, like in, this in this case, I don't sleep at night because I'm still troubled by that question as it turns and um, I look to God and look to his word for answers and, and try to get something that um, is more definitive in terms of what the word of God says. So, again, it's not a closed issue. We'll walk through this. I just kind of want to lay out the path that we'll be doing that. We'll be doing that in our evening services. And, again, if you'd like to order the book, you know, you can probably get it within a, uh, within a week or less than a week. And it is called Safe in the Arms of God by John MacArthur. Any questions? A couple things before we close. Um, I want to remember um, Dwayne and, and his health and, and his faith and his uh, just struggling with um, what's ahead of him in terms of surgery this week. So pray for him today. Also related to that, I talked to uh, Jonathan Edwards. Um, who Dwayne has, has uh, worked with as a mentor, um, and now Dwayne is not really available. So Jonathan asked me, he said, Pastor, do you have anybody, any man who can, can work with me in, in um, Dwayne's place? So I want to ask our men tonight, um, would you be willing to work with Jonathan Edwards? What that means is contacting him, probably meeting up with him once a week or so, as you're available, and then just, just being a friend to him. Jonathan, how's, how's it going? We'll establish some areas of accountability for him um, um, uh, just in, in his walk with the Lord. Establish areas of accountability. Very easy to do. Are you coming to church? Are you reading your word? Are you, what is God doing in your life that, that you need to be um, working towards or being consistent or being paying attention to? So I need a man who who's willing to do that. We can walk out tonight and say, you know, give me Jonathan's number. I want to call him, try and meet with him once a week or so, and uh, just help be a friend to him. So men, there, that's where we are. Who, who will step up for that position? Anybody? Are you, are you working with anybody else at the time? David? David? Okay. All right, so Charles can help with another person who's willing to work 
<laughs> with with um, with Jonathan. Who else wants to do it? All right, Nick, you want to do that? Okay, so Nick and Nick and and uh, uh, Charles can can kind of get together and kind of walk through that. Like I said, it's it's not. Um, not something that's very difficult but it does take some time to just share your life with him I'm so glad he came to me and said um, I want somebody to work with me I want to be accountable you know normally as a pastor what I get is three months six months down the line is this you know they just kind of slip away and and uh, say well nobody would work with me so well, did you ask anybody well, here's a case where, yeah, they're asking somebody, and uh, we can step in. So give a, give a brother a call, check on him, um, um, meet with him, keep in contact with him. Um, you know, if you can do it every other week, it's better than nothing. Nothing. So um, you might, you know, who knows, you might meet at Starbucks or at your house or his house or McDonald's or whatever for a cup of coffee or if you're cheap you might just want to bring your own and, and, and meet at the library. It doesn't matter. You use your imagination. You can do all kind of things. Uh, it doesn't just have to be the two of you but um, I'm, I'm thankful for being willing to do that. And, and what that means is we have to stretch ourselves if we really want to grow, don't we? And so if I get five more Jonathans I need five more Charleses and five more Nicks to work with the Jonathans that we get, right? That just makes sense, right? God's not going to send more Jonathans if I don't get folks to raise their hand and say, I'm going to be a Nick, I'm going to be a Charles. It's not going to happen. That's how we grow. So we're going to do this regularly, <laughs> and I'm going to bring it to you, and I'm going to see that we respond. It is not more difficult. Everyone here, as I look at our faith, that's why I'm asking it tonight. I, I, I'm not going to ask it on Sunday morning necessarily, but everybody here is capable of doing that. Now, I know we have different time uh, uh, spans available. I understand that, but that's how it's going to go. If we don't stretch ourselves, we won't grow. When we stretch ourselves, we will grow. I thank God so much for Jonathan. Um, he is one that has come from the rescue mission that has stuck. And I praise God for the men who have worked with him. And uh, we want to continue to do that. So praise the Lord for that. See, I did make a list. And I think I covered everything on my list. The last thing I'm going to do after I close, I'm going to erase this. I'm going to write down some of the scriptures that I did not give you this morning. <laughs> Remember that? Um, I lost some of my notes, and uh, I'm just going to write those on the board, so if you're interested in that, stick around and you'll get that. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for opportunity to worship and to serve you today. We celebrate 25 years last week. We're able to see the video um, display tonight. We thank you for those memories. We pray that would urge us on to faithfulness in serving you. Thank you for Jonathan, thank you for Dwayne, thank you for Nick, and thank you for Charles for taking that step to, to work with these men. We pray you bless their getting together. For Christ's sake, amen. Want to take a picture? Okay. <laughs> 